Hey, it's Friday night and the mood is right. Said we gonna have some fun, show you how it's done. TGIF, best thing under the sun. Hey, 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 uh, yeah. And that's the way it goes. Yeah. Welcome to week 104 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. Podcast. That's not how podcast. Start with you, it's like you're like a South Boston podcast. Um, thanks for joining us. We're a TGIF podcast. We watch all of TGIF exactly as it aired 30 years ago. A couple things to get out of the way first. Um, thanks to uh, Tony T for the theme song this week. Tony T. It's like Tony the Tiger. He spells it like your toe and your knee too. Like toe, toe knee. knee t- well, thanks, Tony T. That yeah. was great. Um, that's a good one. And uh, make sure you're following us on all social media at TGIFcast and uh, on YouTube, which uh, is very important for today's episode. You can also go there. Two guys in the Fridays on YouTube. Find us and uh, watch video versions of all the interview shows that we've got, including the one that today we have today. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be up by the time this airs, but eh, if not, it'll be... I usually, I usually like to space them out a couple days. Like, let everyone okay. listen to it, and then they can go watch it if they want to. Fair enough. So, um, before we get into that, uh, let's look back at what was going on 30 years ago. Um, these are... This week would have been when in 1991, Travis? Yeah, so this would have aired uh, the week of 9-13. So, Friday, September 13th, 1991. Uh, a couple news stories that I pulled. Um, one, uh, for all you tennis fans, Monica Seles won her first uh, U.S. title back on September 7th, 1991, as she defeated uh, Martina Navratilova. Nav- oh, I thought I could say it, but I can't. Navratilova. Navratilova. There you go. That's it. Yeah. And that was the beginning. I mean, she had a great career. Yeah, absolutely. So, so. And then um, we talked about it last week, but uh, September 10th, 1991, the Senate committee began their hearings on Clarence Thomas's nomination. Yeah, which, like we mentioned, was very relevant to the, episode. the dinosaurs yeah. episode that we talked about last week and is actually preempts a couple episodes of TGIF in a few weeks. So I yeah. don't know. I might try to find it and watch it. I don't know if you care to watch it. You're, I know it's not really your thing, but watch the hearings. Room. Just an hour. It was an hour of it that aired during oh, no. TGIF. I'm not going to watch it. You have that. no interest? No. Oh, I might find it. I might see if I, if I can find the ABC video of it, I might watch it. So it aired during TGIF? One hour of it. That's oh, it. Man. Just one I feel just like one I do hour. have to watch it then. I, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a TGIF special or a TGIF But it did air between 8 program. and 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah, I feel but like we do fairness, have to watch it if we at the can watch very it. Beginning, at the very beginning of our of our podcast, we did not watch the baseball game that aired during oh, okay. PGIF. Remember, it was it was postponed because of the earthquake, and we, we bailed on the watching the baseball game. Yeah, it was the Dodgers, right? Dodgers in San Francisco? Is that right? I, I know it was San Francisco. I don't know who they were playing. But. Um, yeah, then I'm safe. I don't have to watch it. So, yeah, we'll skip that one. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find it. If I can find the ABC video of it, I might try to talk you into it in case like urkel comes in and says like all right did you guys see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> did he do that um uh, what about movies and music what was number one this week uh no changes so dead again is still number one movie and uh everything i do i do it for you it God. is the last week of that, oh, that song. sorry so um those are the two and and no birthdays so nothing nothing really new on my end to, to speak of uh, so with uh, the first episode of Step by Step coming out next week, we teased it last week. We have an interview today with Karen Foster, 
also known as, well, her real name is Angela Watson, and she is on the show today. And you've already done the big reveal, but I, I don't want to I don't want to get too far away before we say there was something that aired this week on TGIF. It was the TGIF comedy preview where they preview all the shows coming up this season. But can't find it. Don't care. We've got better. Karen Watson, Angela Foster interview. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. I like the short hair. Is that new? Can you hear us? What did you say? I said I like the short hair. Is that new? Oh, thanks. Yes, the new short haircut. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. During the pandemic? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's yeah. the time to do it, I right? Got, I got bored during the pandemic. I started chopping it myself and then realized I should <laughs> start to look like Rosanna Banana Dana. It was like not fun. So I, I went and had a professional. <laughs> That's how it always it. starts. Yeah. So <laughs> we are like just a couple weeks away from the 30 year anniversary of the first episode of Step by Step. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember? Do you remember where you were that day that the first episode came on TV? Probably. Well, you know, because we would always film on Friday nights. So we actually probably oh. were filming the show when it premiered and then watched it later on the VCR. <laughs> I've got to imagine that was pretty crazy as a kid, like just like a huge show coming on TGIF. Like I'm assuming with other shows that you were watching at the time at that age, like, I don't know, were you like watching Full, or Full House and Family Matters and stuff like that? Yeah, I guess so. I I don't know. I wasn't like my life was kind of um, shaken up a little bit because we had um, moved to Florida in 1985. And then I started doing all these pageants and talent shows. So I was kind of not like the normal kid. You know, we were usually gone on the weekends doing those pageants. And then um, then my parents moved me out to California in 1989 after a manager scouted us and said, you know, you should bring her out to California. So life was kind of like not a normal, normal life for me then. So I don't really remember following those shows like, and maybe a normal kid would at that point. <laughs> yeah. So while you're talking about your pageant life, I do have to ask, cause I saw that you were a pretty skilled tap dancer back in the day. Do you, do you still have a oh. pair of shoes somewhere? I do. Wow. They're right in the closet over here. <laughs> we, we, we just signed up my yeah, daughter for uh, for tap dance. It's it's tap, ballet, and jazz. And I think she starts like next week. So her, it'll be her first ever class. Oh. Any pointers? I love it. You know what? It's actually very funny. Well, see, the funny thing is my mom started me in tap when I was three, which I loved. And I always thought like I was a super dancer. Like I came out. And then I saw some videos of my first recital and I literally was just standing on stage like <laughs> staring at the other girl. <laughs> it seems like, like it I worked out I for you though. It. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's, I loved dancing and anything that you can get out there to help gain your confidence. And uh, just as long as she enjoys it and that you don't get so that you can't think straight, but yeah. yeah. And then I got to, of course, you guys might, remember when um, Suzanne Summers and I did the mother and daughter beauty pageant 
Yeah. I think that's either in the first or second season of the show. So that one will be coming up soon where we did the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, <laughs> um, which was super fun. <laughs> we had a choreographer come in and, and create that for us. And then to be able to do that with Suzanne for the mother daughter beauty pageant yeah. was like super fun. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> you're either going to make my child self really happy or really upset right now. Um, <laughs> The theme song for the show, the video, obviously you guys are in the amusement park. Is it green screen or did, you, did the whole cast actually go to an amusement park for it? Okay, so a little <laughs> bit of both actually. Okay. <laughs> You're not gonna be totally disappointed. So have you heard of um, Six Flags, Magic Mountain? This one was in mm -hmm. Valencia, California. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, about half an hour from the studio. So we actually, that's the first day of filming ever was out there like everybody's just meeting each other and we actually got to ride the colossus roller coaster that wooden one a couple of times and they got some really like crane shots of it you know with us riding it and then they had stand-ins wearing very you know the same clothes uh -huh. have having to ride it over and over and over again <laughs> So, was, was anyone so on the cast to write it and that was fun and then later what no go ahead go ahead oh then later in the uh in the studio they did bring in the fake roller coaster with the green screen as well to, but i don't know if they ever actually used those close-up shots of us writing it so <laughs> was anyone on the cast like really scared and didn't want to ride the roller coasters or was everyone pretty down for it I think everyone was pretty excited for it. Yeah. yeah, we were, but you know, more probably the kids would have wanted to keep writing it. And then <laughs> I don't think Susanna Patrick wanted to <laughs> write it much, much more than that, but, <laughs> but it was a great roller coaster, and I, I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, I think it's worked out. Yeah. So, I mean, you might've kind of answered this already yourself because you said you had a kind of a weird time with all the like pageants and moving around and stuff like that. But, um, was there ever a moment like while filming the show or anything where you were like, oh man, this thing is huge. Like this is way bigger than I ever thought it was going to be. And uh, it, it's a big deal. Was there ever one of those moments for you? Yeah. Probably a couple of years into it, you know, when I would go to the mall and pretty soon like one, a kid will recognize you. And then like they tell their friends and my mom had like, like these little fan postcards made up mm -hmm. for me. And so she'd always have them with her in the car. And then like, I'd have a line of kids that I would just be signing autographs for, for like an hour or so, which was cool. You know, I didn't mind that. And so I kind of think at that point, you're like, okay, I guess it's a big deal now. <laughs> I, I've said this before, so. but, uh, but you and, um, and Christine Al on the show were like my two, simultaneous growing up crushes at the same time like you both offered something very different and uh th for some Aww. reason like I, c I couldn't pick between the two of you 10 year old steve Aww, <laughs> so how did how yeah, did it all start of course there's stacy stacy had her own fan crushes too sure. she's a little more uh strict but you know <laughs> She was my favorite. I'm just going to say that. But how, uh, so how did it all start? How did you get to be a part of um, Step by Step and the legacy that it is? Yes. So I, of course, the manager 
actually this manager, his name was Gary Scalzo, and he actually had a really good eye for talent. He also scouted Elijah Wood, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, um, Paul Cetera, who was in the Brady Bunch movie, um, other actors. So like literally we were in the park in Burbank in a Bob Hope Park, you know, learning how to juggle with Elijah Wood and, you know, these actors (laughs) who went on to great fame. And so um, it was pretty cool. So he had a setup with the agents right away. And I started auditioning for commercials. I got a McDonald's commercial, um, which was fun doing 52 takes of eating chicken, chicken McNuggets and then (laughs) spitting it in the bucket. (laughs) So that was cool. And then um, I did a couple other national commercials. And then my first series, which I just went in and auditioned for I just read for the part. um, I played Jonathan Winter's grandson's girlfriend in Davis Rules. That was Mm -hmm. on ABC for a few seasons in the early 90s as well. And of course, I was just excited to be on the like the lot, the CBS lot with uh, where they filmed Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds. And like I had a crush on Jay Ferguson, the actor that played the son. (laughs) So I was just excited to be on the lot and try like get my picture with Jay Ferguson. So, um, so I did a few episodes of that and I had an agent at the time. Her name is Iris Burton. She was like a very, like, I would like shiver when I went in to meet her, but apparently I did well enough that she wanted to sign me. <laughs> She's nice. like a notorious child actor agent. And she knew the people at ABC and then they were doing this new pilot. Um, and then later at this ABC party, I met this tall, handsome, dark haired gentleman who said he saw me on Davis rules and he wanted me for step by step. And it turns out that was actually Bob Iger, who's now like the president of ABC. Right. And so back then he was just like a VP or something. So I guess I was kind of like handpicked. And then we, my parents and I went to meet the producers of step by step. They said they had another girl who was already 18 and that they she could play younger. And so they were seriously considering her. And of course, I, I was only like 14 at the time. Um, and then later they said they you know chose me because they wanted to see me grow with the character or whatever. So yeah, makes sense. that's that's what happened. So basically, we just met the producers. I didn't even have to read for the show at that point because they, they knew my work from davis rules and uh like we were like pinching ourselves like suzanne <laughs> summers and patrick duffy are you yeah. kidding like we love yeah. dallas we love three's company it was like a total dream and um then they were just really wonderful and then you know that was my first pilot so i'd only been in california a year or two and that was the first pilot now brandon call who played jt on the show he had done like 13 pilots but wow. he'd been around for like 10 years or so. He was like in Blind Fury with Redger Hauer, if you guys remember that, as yeah. a little boy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so he knew he was in quite a different, you know, getting all these pilots that never get picked up. And so to get to get into Step by Step as my first pilot and then for it to be picked up was really fortunate. And so, you know, just I uh, can't complain. <laughs> So did you know? Go ahead, Jared. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> so did you know him before you actually the show got picked up? Like um, you said, he had filmed all these other pilots and everything. Like, had you been friends with him or? 
actually funny, funny, Brandon and I were cast in an IBM computers commercial where we played brother and sister. And all we had to do was like sit at the table on a working on our computer and the camera just panned across and that was it. So yeah, so we actually knew him before and I had, I was of course in love with him too. I feel like he had to <laughs> been telling you all these like horror stories. Like I've done all these 13 pilots and everything. Like, don't worry, we probably won't get it, but uh, who knows, maybe, maybe it'll come through or something. I don't know. When you're like, when you're 14, you don't talk about those things, you know, yeah. it's like, that's what I hear my mom and his mom talking about, right? <laughs> that's like parent stage parent chatter. But um, yeah, we were just like kids having fun and you know, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I remember when it debuted and the, the buzz just around Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers being together on the show was so huge. I don't, I don't see how it ever could have been a failure. Um, was, was there any, was the pilot that aired the pilot that you all shot or was there any kind of changes that were made between uh, what was shopped and what was, what was yes. aired? Now this will be very interesting for you guys when you're going back to watch because sometimes in the title shots you might have heard the rumor that there was actually a different little brother in the pilot episode so my little brother that mark the blonde mm -hmm. nerdy kid was not played by christopher castile in the oh. pilot <laughs> okay and so there are there are certain shots where like in the um, in in the title sequence where the whole family is walking together. And I believe you can still see this little brown haired kid. That's not Josh Byrne. That's not the other brother. <laughs> and so he's still in some of the shots. Yeah, that's why we just didn't fit right. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. We have a Chris and Stacy were both in a different show that we watched that was on TGIF a year ago, two years ago. Going places. Oh, um, so we always okay. like to reminisce about how they they're kind of have a legacy on TGIF that goes beyond the step by step. But that's I'm gonna we're gonna have to look out for that now, Steve. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch it again. <laughs> um, so what was it like for you, um, like being on a show with so many kids, some of them like right around your age, and like just growing up with all of these kids that were your age? It was pretty cool. So, and of course we would have school on the set where we'd have to go for a minimum of three hours a day when we we're working. And so Stacy and Christine and myself, we had our one teacher because we were the older ones. And then the three other kids had like a younger, like middle, you know, elementary or middle school teacher. So that was fun for us three girls to be together with our teacher and um, like when we went to Hawaii and filmed the show there uh, with our teacher, we hired these guys called Crater Bound where we hiked the Haleakala Crater and we spent the night like in the tents and they had like ahi tuna ready and cooking for us. <laughs> so that was like a neat experience for all of us to do together. Um, and like I said, our teacher went with us. So um, we just really were close friends and um, you know, even though we didn't see each other that much when we were off, Christine and I did a little bit in the, in the later years. Um, but you know, everybody kind of goes their own way, but we developed, we definitely were close. And of course, Brandon was always giving us a hard time and, <laughs> you know, har harassing us on the set, but it was mostly just a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't watched the show again. It's been 30 years since I've watched it the first time or whatever. But um, episode two, 
Urkel comes in. I feel like we have to mention that. Like, was that a big deal around set to have Jaleel White come in on the show? And was that something that was planned all along to happen on the second episode? Or do you even remember? Yeah, well, you know, because Family Matters filmed like a few stages down at Warner Brothers. So we kind of were friendly and we had the same producers. So we knew Jaleel anyway, like he'd come over and hang out with us. And so that the fact that Urkel could be on the show, we thought was great. Um, And yeah, so we had really great guest stars and he just happened to be one of them. But yeah. Shooting on that on that lot, did you have an opportunity to interact with any of the other cast members of any of the other TGIF shows, or was it kind of just the Family Matters crew down the road? Yeah, uh, Family Matters. I mean, not necessarily TGIF. Like ER filmed there, and we would see George Clooney in the commissary, and then I couldn't speak. <laughs> like, Another TGIF alumni, though. You guys have that in common. And he was also on TGIF. So, oh, yeah, there you go. So it was really more about the movie stars and the movies that they were filming on Warner Brothers at the time mm. that we would get really like enamored with. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, in the first the first year before we moved to Warner Studios, we filmed at Sony, um, like the old Culver Studios that had like the Gone with the Wind columns out front. Mm-hmm. That's actually where like you've seen the tug of war where we were playing that's where that was filmed some of the family games actually where christine and i are in the the bubbles or you know throwing the little uh what's that called like at the park you know all those colorful like the ball pit ball oh yeah ball pit the ball pit yeah something like that so (laughs) in the title (laughs) that's where that was at culver studios and they were actually filming a few good men just down the way and we we got to stand in the courtroom specifically for the Demi Moore scene, but got to meet Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, and Kevin Bacon when they all wow. came out. It was like, what? <laughs> so cool. that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> how yep. much how much were you like um your character on the show growing up? Like did you kind of, did you have to change a lot for the role or were you kind of pretty parallel with like her as she was the character <laughs> growing up? Well, I'd say she was a lot more outgoing it's funny because i mean i think i was around that you know being in the pageants and like everything having to be perfect and like my mom spraying my hair with hairspray and like you know i can't move because i have to be picture perfect so in that sense i brought my pageant stuff but i was a lot more like i was kind of like everyone said i should have been born in the 70s because i loved wearing bell bottoms and you know like Janice Joplin and the doors and stuff. That was like more how I was. And I was just getting ready to say something. Ah, darn about Karen. Oh, I know. So then, so I was kind of like 70s flower child. And then in the 90s, I got back to my country roots, which they did. That's why I sang uh, Blame It On Your Heart and Girls With Guitars on the show, because I really loved being a country singer and um, being from Illinois and my grandmother was a country singer and I grew up on Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton. And I actually have this great picture of the 90s. I mean, I bought a Dodge Ram pickup truck that I drove around Los Angeles, okay? (laughs) That, I mean, I was kind of, I had like a country girl can survive around my license tag. And I call myself, I was original country Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) 
because like thank goodness like social media didn't exist because I would have been I would have been like country Kardashian that's that's how I see myself and so Karen probably had similarities to that um <laughs> you know so we blended in certain areas yeah, so, I hope to think I was not as ditzy. But, yeah. <laughs> With the amount of time that you spent doing this show, I mean, Suzanne Summers kind of had to have been like a second mom to you at times. Like, is there a lot of lessons that you learned from her while doing the show? Oh, wow. Probably just about her, you know, just charm and, you know, womanly. Yeah, like wiles, I guess you could call it about how she interacted with men and dealing with fans and you know she was like she's an icon of like a sex symbol icon of status you know and comedy and just to see how just really what a beautiful heart she had and didn't let that go to her head and would you know make jokes about herself and so i think that really helped helped you helped me see stardom in like just a down to earth kind of way. And for Patrick Duffy too. They're just really wonderful people, not affected by anything at all. No, never pulling any like diva issues. You know, they're just really good people. So in our, in kind of the life of this podcast, we've watched a lot of pilots that have only lasted for an episode or a few episodes here and there. And We've only watched kind of, I think Steve and I both have watched the first episode so far of Step by Step, and you all click immediately. Was there something that made that happen? Was there, I mean, was there time spent prior to that first filming that really got you all comfortable with each other? It's just rare to see that kind of chemistry from the start. Well, I think part of the thread, um, you guys have probably seen his name because he he uh, directed for a lot of the Miller Boyette, uh, Rich Carell. Mm-hmm. And I just remember when he got on the set, he was just like a little kid himself. And he played like games with us. He played improv games and just really loosened up the set and had fun. And I think that really bonded us as the, as far as the kids go. And like, he was, he always had very big Halloween parties. Like he collects all the, you know, I don't know whether it be like Terminator or, um, all the scary monster, <laughs> you know, like real life ones that they use in the films. He would have really awesome Halloween parties where everyone would go all out. So um, I think Rich really made it a lot of fun and he would enjoy, he'd always be laughing and enjoy our performances and would be supportive of us. And, you know, they wouldn't direct us a lot, but when they would, they would, you know, give us the right little tweak to make it better. So I think he had a lot to do with it. Very cool. What was your favorite costume you wore to one of his Halloween parties? Uh, <laughs> well, of course, so I was Dolly Parton for one <laughs> yeah. year and I had this big blonde wig and like this purple jumpsuit, which was awesome. And um, then I also was uh, the Chiquita, Chiquita Banana Girl. Yeah. What's her name? I think yeah. that's her name. Does so she have a name? I think it's Chiquita yeah. Banana Lady. Girl. Oh, oh, Carmen Miranda. Oh, yeah, Carmen yeah. Miranda Carmen Miranda. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, so you, that was a lot of fun. You just yeah. reminded me, um, maybe Travis too, but uh, you said Carmen Miranda. And then on your IMDb, it says you were actually on Carmen Sandiego, where in the world's Carmen Sandiego. One of our favorite game shows yes, growing up as a kid. Of course. What did you do on it? So I just remember. 
remember going to this hotel in Los Angeles and like went up on the roof and I had like the trench coat and the hat, I think. And I just read some of the clues. Okay. Like Carmen or like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I either talked to Carmen or I gave some clues about what they were, what Carmen was doing in the world, I guess. We weren't sure if it was like a celebrity contestant episode or, or what you did because we, we didn't remember you being on it. No. Yeah. It, it wasn't very long. You didn't miss, miss much on it. <laughs> oh, you mentioned earlier uh, about really loving music and country music um, growing up. And uh, I did see that you're doing some more musical stuff now. Is that correct? Yes. Well, if um, your listeners go to AngelaWatsonSings.com, that's the only uh, official website that I have right now. But it's actually quite a funny story because um, I wanted to be back down close to my parents in Florida. And so I had come down here a couple of years ago and uh, brought my then fiance with me. And he was going to the optometrist, uh, getting an eye exam. And of course, we're talking about being from Los Angeles. And the optometrist says that he was uh, he's a budding songwriter from Oklahoma. And he had some songs that he wanted me to sing. And so we're like, OK, whatever. We're in Florida, you know, sure. And so then he calls us up and like he actually has this recording studio in the next town over that's like really legitimate. And he wanted me to sing his first song called We Love Santa Claus. So if you go to AngelaWatsonSings.com, you will see the We Love Santa Claus Christmas song and video, which has gotten airplay around the world for the last two years nice. during Christmas. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting close to Christmas. <laughs> and he Coming has up. written a couple other songs that I've, I've since recorded, and uh, we're still waiting for that to get out of the studio with the instruments they're adding to it. So, Very cool. Yeah. Is there anything mm -hmm. else you're working on other than music? Are you trying to uh, get back and do more acting or anything? Yes. And actually down here in Florida, right before the pandemic, I was in a play called The Dining Room. It's from the 80s. And there, I played eight different characters from an Irish maid to a teenager to an older lady. And so it was really a really fun play to be involved in. And so we actually auditioned for another one. Um, my husband, who's also an actor, I drug him here from Los Angeles. <laughs> he, uh, so we're hoping to maybe do that in February called The Curious Incident of the Dog in Nighttime. It's an English Pulitzer Prize winning. So I'll have to have an English accent. Of course, my favorite film, My Fair Lady with Audrey Hepburn <laughs> was, it, it all came about, this is how you might, guys might like the story or sure. you might not. Um, <laughs> in pageants, Okay, so you asked me about dancing and all that. So I always would do a tap dance for the talent portion of the beauty pageant. I could win in the other categories, but not in talent. It seemed like even if the singer was just okay, they would still beat a dancer in the talent portion. So I said, I'm gonna win talent. I'm gonna be a singer. I'm gonna do that. And so I locked myself in my room. I got like the you sing the hits of Patsy Klein. <laughs> Thank goodness, I think, you know, crazy or sweet dreams, that was way too hard. But I could sing Walking After Midnight, kind of a little country like pop song. And I sang it and I won. And so then that like started the whole singing career. Oh wow. Very cool. 
Yeah. Now the key, I think, is to be. I forgot what the point of the story was. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so. then I even did one where I sang and I tap danced to Swanee. Swanee, how I love you, how I love you. And, oh, I was talking about My Fair Lady. That's why. <laughs> there was a song called Wouldn't It Be Loverly that I sang in the pageant that I did well with as well. Got so. <laughs> so we're just kicking off. Like Steve said, the 30 years of, of step-by-step, or I guess the seven years, but 30 years ago. So what are some of your favorite episodes that we should look for? And tell us a little bit about why they're your favorites. Okay. So definitely the mother and daughter, uh, beauty pageant. Hmm. Um, there was one where I played kitty meow. And you guys remember Sasha Mitchell? He played Cody, the crazy cousin. Oh, yeah, Cody. of course. Yeah, yeah. He was the detective. And that was the one where we got to wear like 1940s cop period yeah, costumes. Yeah. And I came into his office and like, you couldn't trust me because you didn't know if I, like I was a lounge singer or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a super fun character to play like a Catherine Hepburn or, you know, back in the day, Barbara Stanwyck. Um, I pretty much all the ones where we dressed up or we had like a Western where we were can can girls. I remember um, that one. Yeah. Different ones like that. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I said, yeah, I mean, that, that one definitely, I remember that one from back in the day. So cool. Yeah. And then of course, you know, the ones where I got to sing, um, where Karen was, uh, you know, she had a garage band and she wanted to record music. Oh, well, there's uh, the one where she got the fake lips. Don't know if mm-hmm. you remember that. Because um, she was trying to get the boy. And of course, she had everything that the other girl had, except she didn't have the big pouty lips. So she got the fake lips. And then, like, it was fun because they actually <laughs> um, fitted my lips with prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Like I had to get all that done and I still, I think I have them somewhere. Um, oh, that's funny. Still kept them. Yeah. So there was a very, that was a very nice moving scene with Suzanne at the end, you know, talking about don't be superficial and if they don't love you for who you are, not because of your lips, you know, so it has like a cute message in there. And anyway, so that was a fun show uh, when we went to Hawaii. Um, I just, I love all the ones that were, you know, had pushed, pushed the limits with uh, dressing up and kind of going into the fantasy realm. The ones like that, that cost a whole bunch of money for the uh, production, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Those are the more <laughs> fun like ones. Disney World, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. So when the show. Oh, and then one where earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, one go, last go. last one. Yeah. Um, there's one called Model Daughter where Karen was doing the modeling and then of course she paid money and then she was they they were gonna make her a star and then of course he skipped town with her money and so you know there was good storylines to be had, good lessons to learn. <laughs> I was just gonna say when the uh when the show eventually did come to an end uh in the late nineties, um you moved to CBS for a season after leaving TGIF. Did it kind of like for the cast and everyone, did it seem like, all right, it's time to wrap this thing up or was it kind of a shock and was everyone sad? I mean, how, how did it feel for everyone on set when it was, when it did end? 
Yeah, and it was kind of like un. It kind of came by surprise because I think the last episode was going to be uh, Stacy and Jason Marsden, Rich, the Rich character, getting married. At least I heard that's what the plan was, and then the network cut cut it short, like a few episodes. So we never really had that final, you know, like goodbye. So it just kind of ended before the season was fully finished. And um, so, yeah, that was that was difficult, even though I think Suzanne Summers from the beginning, like the first season, she said seven years. She said it's going seven years. So she always <laughs> had that idea in her mind and it, and it came true. She was so right. I think, yeah. you know, people were pretty happy. Let's get a reunion finale special and end it off the right way. Let's start pitching that to like Hulu or something. Yeah. <laughs> Disney That'd Plus. Be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Angela. I mean, thumbs, thanks for spending. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. We appreciate you coming on here today. Absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you for highlighting the show and remembering, you know, the 30 years. And uh, we appreciate all the fans who enjoyed it. And you know, I think it's a good show that that's not around anymore. And for today's kids, it's hard to find something that they can watch and not parents don't have to worry about what their kid is watching. Mm. So um, if you're looking for something like that, we have over 150 episodes on Hulu <laughs> <laughs> that they can find. Where else can our listeners find you if, they, uh, if they're looking for you? I know you've mentioned a couple of places, but what's the best place to send them? So probably AngelaWatsonSings.com. That leads to my Facebook. Um, I'm not really big into Twitter and Instagram, even though I have my own, my accounts. So probably Facebook is the best way to reach me at this point or through my website. Or you can go to, I didn't mention this one yet, lovebirds2020.com. My husband and I were married right before the pandemic. And so you will find some COVID skits that we put together on there, some impressions, <laughs> um, an eight minute film that we did for a film festival that was kind of wacky as well as like daily couples devotionals that we like to read and you know be inspirational to other couples out there so <laughs> well i know what i'm doing right after this interview then uh, <laughs> and and also just so we McDonald's. don't just so we don't lose the opportunity We've got six years of step-by-step, step, so hopefully we can stay in touch and maybe have you back on to talk about some specific episodes when we get to some cool, like, Oh, that would be cool, episodes. yeah. So, That'd be definitely. awesome. <laughs> I love to stay in touch. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Angela, thanks, so much. Guys. <laughs> thanks. All right, Angela, thanks once again for coming on the show. We do appreciate it. Make sure you go check out Angela Watson Sings. That's the best place to find her if you want to yep. get links to her, like, Facebook stuff and uh, find out about some of the music stuff she's doing now. Yeah, yeah, it sounds awesome. So, um, and Christmas is coming up. It's always great to have new Christmas music. Uh, yeah. So, um, what do we got next week on the show? Is the first new week, right? Season three. Yeah, man. Next week is the season one or episode one, season three. It's uh, Family Matters, eight o'clock slot. Step by step, eight thirty slot. Perfect Strangers, nine o'clock slot. And Baby Talk, season two, uh, nine thirty slot. Oh, you know what else I didn't mention? No. What else? Today, today's our anniversary. 104 that's what two years of doing the show so how do we how do we how do we <laughs> i keep like trying to push this back what is our anniversary is our anniversary the end of the season or the beginning of the new season i mean it doesn't I matter think we've we're what? at 104 episodes is what you're saying 
Yes, that's two full years. That is two full. We have done two full years. You are correct. Oh, so you're saying like next week should be our anniversary show? I think next week. I mean, it's the it's no. The today's the end of season two, and tomorrow starts the beginning, or next week starts the beginning of season three. Well, congratulations on two years, Steve. I didn't think we'd make it this far. I think we make it like three episodes. <laughs> we we got eight more years. Is that it? Just eight more? Just eight more. We're we're twenty percent of the way through. Is it eight more till our first break, or eight more total? What do you mean our first break? Like there's no TGIF and then TGIF comes back, right? Oh wait, we're doing the re- the resurgence. Oh of yeah, TGIF? yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, we get man. like an well, eight year break there, don't we? Uh, something like that. I don't know how long it is, but perfect. I I, I thought this was. I can't be... wait. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the plan. Um, yeah, but we got eight more years. I heard TGIF's are... coming back this this fall too. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, gonna, it'll be on Disney Plus. Hey, thanks again one more time to uh, both Angela Watson for coming on Big the show. Big thank you, Angela Watson. And for Tony T for the theme song this week. Yes, thank you, Tony. Um, thanks for following us at TGIF Cast. And, uh, we'll thanks for getting... following us for two years at TGIF Yeah. Cast. We appreciate that. Thanks for everyone that's been supporting and um, our big commenting fans, on Luis. our social media, coming out to... Uh, Keith, coming out to our shows. Yeah, coming out to all the shows. We appreciate it. And uh, as long as you guys keep sticking around, we'll keep doing this. Yeah, we, we love you all. So other than that, I think that's everything. Uh, have a good week, Steve. You got it, dude. Friday night and the mood is right. Said we gonna have some fun, show you how it's done. TGIF, best thing under the sun. Hey, 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 uh, yeah. And that's the way it goes. Uh, yeah. TBA podcast.